episode 188 part two the boys uh preacher man and big Devonta keith they they tried to get the ball rolling they tried to get the show popping and and the switcher gods frowned down on them but it's all right we're back and i appreciate the effort Eight, nine, man that trivia it was a great 17 I, minutes i was i just put enzo down and i was in the shower i was watching it and i was like come on come on landry jones and then you guys froze and i was just i was into it though. it was good all right succeeded that day his enemy succeeded that's right <laughs> i love that saying um well hey we got we got a great episode uh we can recap the super bowl real quick i don't have any graphics for it but we can recap it real quick if you guys want to um and then we'll roll in we've got some nil deal we got a little chicago bears drama uh we've got ncaa 25 finally coming out looks like leap date early summer supposedly we'll see we know how EA Sports does. We got NBA All Star bust, and then um, little NBA standings. It's gonna be a good episode. Welcome to Pub. All right, now my trivia. This is a little different, but I think it's good to shake it up. I've got six college athletes on here. They're all pros or former pros now. I will give you the draft grade they were given, and you've got to match who's given that grade. Okay. I thought about putting them. So do we know we know who those players are? You should yeah. know. Okay. And I think this makes it more fun if I don't put the names out there for you. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know all of them. He should. All right. This young man was given an 83. These are all out of 100, by the way. An 83 coming out of college, out of the combine. Um, but he'd only participate in three drills. I think I know that one. First come, first serve. Whoever wants to shout it out. I'm going to guess Adrian Peterson. Oh, wrong. Hmm. AP was a good guess. All right. Um, You said only three? Yeah, he only participated in three drills. Was that Calvin Johnson? Oh, it was not. Oh, that's who that is. I thought that was like Frank Gore. Frank Gore in a gold jersey. One threw me off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out who the heck number seven is. You know who that is. Look at the color. You don't know what the color is. That is that. Uh, hold on. Let me let me guess. The throw emotion. They only partic- 83 after only participating in three of the yeah drills. Um, is it? Is it Lamar Jackson? It is Lamar Jackson. Wow. Why did he not participate in the other drills? Didn't have to. Yeah. Did the 40? Did the shuttle? Threw a little bit. He knew I'm on the that position anyway. So. Yep. Okay. Yep, exactly. All right. This guy received the highest grade out of any of these people with a 95. Uh, was it Keekly? It was not Keekly. Oh, that was my guess. Good guess. Can I, let's Calvin go Calvin Johnson, Johnson. Correct. Fits up 2-0 right now. It's got to be. Damn. Yeah. Well, just, I got lucky. No, I was getting you the answer. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This guy had a nice answer or nice score. 69. Yeah. Big Ben. Oh, Big Ben is not on that list. 
Yeah, I was going to say that's not Big Ben. Uh, Christian Ponder? Christian Ponder is not on this list. <laughs> that's not Christian Ponder on the bottom left? Wait. Nope. <laughs> Let me tell you what school he uh-huh. played for. Yeah. Will that help? That's Boston College, right? That is Boston College, yep. Bro, what? Yeah. Yeah, we got two oh, BC. Okay. Um, oh, oh, oh. Well, now the 69 does not have to be that person you're looking at. Oh, well, oh. And Christian Ponder was Florida State, wasn't he? Yeah, Ponder yeah. was Florida State. Uh, so, see, but, similar. I always mix those two schools up. Yeah. Very similar. Did you guess already? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm guessing, bro, at the top. Is that Tom Brady? Tom Brady, good guess, but no, that's wrong. Damn. Mm. Oh shoot. Well, I know it's the bottom left, and I don't know who that is. Um, can is I get that- like, uh, is he? Was he before Tom Brady or after Tom Brady? Before. Uh, kind of daring. Kind of daring. Okay. Uh, but I'll no, tell you right now, it's not the bottom left guy. Well, that's who I was gonna guess. <laughs> I was gonna guess like uh, man, this is harder than I thought. It's, Wank- it's not guys. Chris yeah. Wanky. Yeah, uh, who the hell went to Boston College? That's weird. Matt I don't Ryan, know. but that's not him. Any other last? Oh, guesses? is that Matt Ryan? That is not Matt Ryan. Uh damn. Any last guess? Um, Sixty-nine. I, I think it's Vontae's term. I didn't. You didn't guess anything. I I knew I was wrong. I was gonna take a stab at that quarterback. Oh, well, is this one Keekly? It is not Luke. Luke Peterson. It is, it's AP Adrian That's Peterson. That's ridiculous. Sixty nine coming out of uh, Oklahoma. Well, he was hurt, right? Like, yeah, that yeah. The... That, that was their big part. Is and see, that's why he was my first guest for that Lamar Jackson thing. Yep. Was like he didn't do as many of the things, but yeah. all right on the table on this one. This person had a twelve out of one hundred. Coming out of the combine. Let me see. See if I can see the face. Oh, um, number seven, Boston College. And you said he was, you said he was during Tom Brady. That doesn't feel real, for real. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's so random. I could, uh, um, like, did he play in the NFL for longer than three seasons? Yeah. Yeah, he did. I mean, this is like a this is an NFL face, right? Like that's yeah, you're gonna be real pissed when you can't think of it. The hell is it? But this could be any of the last three. We're looking at the left column here. Yeah, we got a Michigan said, quarterback, Boston College a- linebacker, which we know is Luke, and then Boston College quarterback. I've got my it? guess for twelve for this. This person got a twelve. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna give it to Vontae. Give no, him a chance. No. You want me to go? I'm going to say Tom Brady. Tom Brady was given a 12, told not to waste a pick. Good. All right. This person received an 88 coming out of the combine. That's easy. Um, I guess Keekly. 
Keekly, Luke. Yeah, there it is. Second <laughs> highest grade out of there. All right. And that leaves one last person. I will say he's a color analyst right now. Oh. You probably hear him every week. He's been doing it for a couple of years. Oh. Man. Oh. If, if you look, if you go, like, put your eye up to your screen. <laughs> That's what I can do, but I couldn't do it at first. Matt, but, like, I, all right, I'm guessing I just can't match the school. I was going to guess Brian Gracie, but I think he's – I thought he was Michigan. Brian Grease? No. Is he a color analyst? Yeah, he does a little bit. Is it Brian Greasy? It's not Brian Greasy. There you go, Vontae. I'm helping you out. Who the Blue hell is that? Oh, damn. Well. The old school champion jerseys. Right next yeah, to Calvin Johnson's Russell jersey. Old. Oh, shit. Who the heck is that guy? It's not even in the eyes. He kind of looks like Chris Collinsworth, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. Oh, this is going to bug me. Co- All right. He's an analyst now, went to Boston College. Was He's not- got a brother. He's got a brother. He also played. I know. He- Hold on. No, they went to UVA. Um. No way. Dadgummit. He played for four teams. He was drafted by one of the two of your all's teams. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, gosh. 1998. Oh, Oh, man. Ty Ty Detmer. (laughs) Last played in 2013. Last played in 2013. Last played in 2013, drafted in 98. By one of our teams, so uh-huh. this is a this is a Falcons player. I don't think it's a pack. I think it's a Falcons. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's a pack. F quarterbacks for real. Um, so now I'm supposed to know who the hell this is. Damn. And it's Chris Chandler. No. No. 187th pick overall, sixth rounder. One eight seven. Um, was a practice uh, squad guy for the most time. He was ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. Damn, bro. But then he got his real shot with the Seahawks. Two thousand one, two thousand two. Is, is this Tim Hasselbeck? Oh, not Tim. Mother- Matt. Matt, Matt Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck. Yep. Damn. Matt Hasselbeck. What? He played for Boston College. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. blows my mind. He got a 27 out the combine. And he was drafted by the Packers, right? Yep. Damn. It was a Packer. Yeah. Dang. I did not think I was going to trip you guys up that much. Damn. That was – Man. What? I don't watch college football, so. Yeah. I didn't even know that was Calvin Johnson. Like, right? Like, I, that's why I was like, oh, Frank Gore. I'm sitting yeah. here thinking that's the Miami Red Hawks for getting their jersey is actually like red, red. It's red, red. Yeah. It's like this color red, that bright red. Yep. Hey, well, I'd, I'd usually say good job. Job okay done there, boys. Hell no. We bounce back. Table on my ass on this one. Crazy. <laughs> 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 well, since we're talking about Combine, let's go ahead and jump into it. Combine starts next week, February 28th. Um, I know Fitz doesn't lot watch a lot of college ball. Me, me and Devontae, we we devour it, I feel like. Um, 
any sleepers or busts we think is coming out of this combine, I've I've been on record saying this quarterback class is not it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay and Daniel's got a lot of upside, but there's a lot of downside. He's the only like one I'm like, okay, I could see someone take a chance on him. Everyone else I'd stay away from. Um, now, other positions, I think it's a great draft class. What about for you guys? People keep – I keep seeing um, bro from Tulane, Michael Pratt. Oh, yeah. But I, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I don't think I've seen him play. But at the same time, like, I don't know, like, what to think about him too. But that yeah. also goes to show, like, how kind of light this uh, quarterback class is. I'm looking at the big board now just to see, like, the top 100. And yeah. I think – is he up here? No, he's not in the top 100, but I do remember – actually, his name was up there with the top maybe top 10. Put it like this. They put him in one list. They put him over Jordan Travis, which that seemed kind of messed up to me, but they, they're they the ones that get paid for that, so maybe they know best. I doubt it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that pick a lot, Keith. I think that's a great one. Uh, Preacher Man, any thoughts from you? I, I know a big – UNC guy, Drake May, we saw him throw the ball a lot this year. Yeah, I can't put I, – I go back and forth on Drake May. There's moments where I think, you know, kind of where his arm angles are and where he's fitting the ball in, it just seems like, yeah, this, this seems like a can't miss. This seems like he should be solid. And then there's also times it's just like, yeah, but – it's a lot of talent, but maybe the decision making isn't there. I don't know. I just go back and forth on yeah. Drake May. Um obviously his his potential is 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 really exciting, I think, in, in that draft. But I don't know. Sometimes the I just feel like there's been a trend lately, like the best quarterbacks aren't the ones that have like that potential ceiling. Is it's just kind of like they're just kind of under the radar, right. um, and then they have a chip on their shoulder to go work. So I don't know. I yeah, maybe that's where I I actually kind of like your take, Hacky. Like maybe this this group has been hyped a little bit, yeah, and and maybe that's that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I think if you look at the pro- past. I don't know, 10 drafts, the ones that come out with a lot of buzz, it feels like it just hasn't clicked yet. You know, obviously, if you take away your Lamars, you take away your Joe Burrows, your, your Justin Herberts, but the, the other ones that don't have the film to back it up, they don't have the success of winning on it, there's a problem there. And, and, and I, just, I don't know. There's a glaring problem, I feel like, in there. But this wide receiver class is deep, boys. So, you know, obviously, if we don't – franchise tag T I'm feeling happy. We go get guys like Roman here from Washington. We get a tight end like Bowers from Georgia. Like this is a great receiving core coming out of this great defense. Dallas turn from Alabama. I think this, this draft class has a lot of upside. Just quarterbacks, not what I would focus the media attention on, which of course that's what the media is going to do. Yeah. Um, I yeah, go ahead. My, um, sleeper is a uh, Ricky Pearsall out of Florida. Yeah. Um, I went back. I, I think it was like a video or something. I didn't realize when Jaden Daniels was a freshman, like he was killing it at Arizona State, and I remember that specifically. But he had, oh my God, who was the um, the running back is in the league now? Oh, Rashad um, Rashad Evans that played Evans. for the Bucks, the like the sleeper running back. He had him, 
I forgot who his tight end was. He had Brandon Ayuk. He had Ricky Pearsall. He had Johnny Wilson that plays for Florida State. So basically, like, everybody went to difference. Like, that whole wide receiving core that yeah. was really good and had promise. Once Herm Edwards got fired and once Jaden um, went to LSU, all of them went to different places. IU got drafted first round. Um, I don't think Pearsall or Johnny Wilson is going first round, but, like, they're still really good. So my sleeper is Ricky Pearsall. Um, I don't know about like his speed, but this dude is tough. And for him to be catching the passes he did from the quarterback he had at Florida, hit for him to be making a plate, he made he was the one that made the jump man logo catch. So I thought that was pretty cool. So I don't know, yeah. like, I don't maybe he'll, I don't think he'll immediately spring out because I don't think he's a day one guy, but uh, I think, I think he's, I think he's gonna be a sleeper. I like that pick. I think that's a great one, man. You've, mm. you've been breaking down film. I feel like you're me right now. I don't have time to break down film. I feel like you're yeah. you're in the dungeon for me. But I it's so it. meaningful. Like you said, like you said, for wide receivers, just wide receivers, I believe. Cornerbacks, not as much. The safeties are pretty good. Yeah. Linebackers, oh, my God. You got Peyton Wilson. Jeremiah Trotter Jr. is out there. Um, a couple from Penn State. This dude named Curtis Jacobs might be a sleeper, too. Curtis, but- yep. Um, I hate to say it, I, I hope the Falcons somehow scoop Peyton Wilson. That would be kind of cool to see Peyton Wilson and Jeremiah Trotter, Trotter Jr. That'd be cool somehow, some way. Dude, that'd be sick. That'd be absolute filth. But we'll see. Um, Jesse, I hear you, man. He's saying mediocre at best. I think he's talking about quarterbacks here. So, yeah, dude, uh, I'm with you. Uh, now, I got to ask this. We got to put our pubsman on this. If you've got a chance to boost your draft stock, what is one combine drill that you're putting all your marbles in, boys? Damn. On the flip side, which one are you eliminating? What position are we? Whatever, whatever position you want. Okay, I'm thinking. In your I, head, I, I, I to you, like I'm just thinking as like if I was if I took that extra mile to be a draft prospect lineman, I would go hard as hell on the forty because everybody's like all of them, all linemen are like athletic as hell now. Yeah, dude, so you kind of have to, mm-hmm. and then like obviously I can't like choke up on the bench or whatever so like you know i think i'll focus a lot of my attention on the 40 but the one that i will kind of short change on um damn that's kind of hard now that i think about it i don't even know Shit, that's kind of hard it's tough i was gonna say shuttle are you for, going hard in the shuttle receive for receivers yeah mm. Because I feel like it's less about the like everyone looks at the forty time, but I feel like it's combining that forty time with the shuttle. You don't want to be a John Ross, exactly. (laughs) Yes, like there's there are players like that who can who can run north to south like like a cheetah, but yeah, can you stop? Even yeah, even what makes cheetah great is yeah, he's fast as fuck, but he's shifty as fuck too. Like right, exactly. It's wide open. What's I like that, that. 
what's that uh that three cone drill a three cone drill yeah yeah i i think i would chill out on that like if i was slow on that i think i would chill out i don't i don't know like i think it's kind of hard just thinking yeah. about the perspective too because i'm like everybody everybody's got, you have to be a 380 pound tight end like receiving tight end damn near to be a lineman at this point but i feel like you want your lineman to be able to you know almost like those those pools you want to be able to get yeah. around there drive in yeah that's tough but you also want them to move so it's like i don't know because a lot of a lot of mm. times it seems like they base like now it's gotten kind of lazy and they seem to base a lot of athleticism in general on the 40. right like we're yeah. talking about men had the highest 40. um it's been a lot of people that got <laughs> got off a practice squad just off of 40 and some they gobble it up some of them didn't but regardless like i that seems like the end all to this day seems like an end all be all so i don't know no i'm with you on that yeah i think it'll boost your draft stock way up i'm boys i'm gonna think outside the box here i'm gonna be a locker room vibes guy i'm a glue guy so i'm going hard in those interviews Mm, those one-on-one interviews i'm going hard on them and then i'm chilling the fuck out on everything the everything no probably <laughs> yeah probably the 40 might have to be like oh hamstrings a little tight today boys hamstrings a little tight but i'll meet you in room 305 with coffee we'll chop it up we'll exit and know it so that'd be my I, game plan i mean if you can get marketing you know it's all about a dollar you know that's right and all that stuff so like that is a point so if you have a story that that can get you somewhere, at it least can. for a couple of days, you know. It gets you into training camp. Yeah. And you let Hacky in somewhere, he's never leaving. <laughs> yeah. He's posted up, baby. All right. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk a little NIL deal here. And before we do, I don't want to miss Sam's comment. Dan Orlowski, that was his guess. The great Yukon yeah. Husky great. Oh my yeah. god! It was a good guess. That was a good. It was guess. A, yeah, it was a media person. Yeah, it was there. Dan the man. All right. Uh, NIL deals—they're running wild in college locker rooms. Well, you know, Coach Lockski from Maryland spoke out about it. Like he's got a third-string running back asking for six figures. He's like, dude, you're not going to see the field. Why are you coming to me asking for six figures like this? Um, and then college football comes out, and each player that agrees to be in the game will get six hundred bucks. Obviously, some players are going to try to opt out and get more money than that. Some players are very happy about it. Some players just want to be in the game. Um, so I feel like, you know, we've said this before. This is the wild, wild west of college sports. And mm. and to me, it's wild if you've got a third or fourth string guy asking for six figures. Like, that's like walk-on status. And you're asking for, like, big money right now? That's wild. Well, let me – let me ask you this. So, like, I'm thinking as, like, realistic, realistically speaking. So, imagine you have a guy that transfers in and he has, like, a 3.5 to a 4.0. Okay. But, you know, he doesn't really have film, but he got those grades. And, you know, you look at your team, like, how much how much is NIL playing with that? Because I know LSU would look for something like that for real. Oh, you got to boost that team GPA. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I never – I actually just thought about that. I was like, I wonder how many, like, of the people that are in the run to win these student-athlete awards mm-hmm. near the end of the season, 
how many of them got the transfer with like the little film they had and like people were begging them to come because of their grades because yeah i would be all for that like a little nerd nugget like hey you come over here you boost our gpa we'll throw you a little bone right. i'm vibe with that i can vibe with that but like yeah what um the coach said i didn't even think about people kind of running out with yeah i'm third string here but like i'm expecting this much money and then I, I have to wonder too because i don't nobody's taught these players negotiation for real unless they're like probably going to the draft or something right a lot of these people have to learn negotiation from either whoever the school gives them or whatever they pick up from youtube or TikTok or whatever their parents or friends or something tell them because I the the other part that they the NCAA kind of got them is that the players don't really have anybody to help advocate them for them on a consistent basis because you don't know who's working for who on that end. So yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that, dude. One hundred percent. Fitz, thoughts from you, dude. I this is so foreign to me still. The NIL. I was just looking, just trying to see like what are the top NIL deals at this moment i don't know it's just very it's very foreign to me like as far as like where i just don't know enough about it like where are these kids getting money from and like what is the like what are they what are they doing no i'm with you i look and I've said this before, we understand how, how it is, how difficult it is to be a broke college student. And you add athletics on top of that. It's a whole different ballgame with it. I'm all about them getting the bag. I just think it's, man, it's wild. To you be thirsting at Maryland, and I don't mean any disrespect, but this is disrespectful how it sounds. You're a thirsting running back at freaking Maryland, and you're asking for – like, come on, bro. Like, I get it. You're Bama. I get it. You're Notre Dame, Ohio State, USC, Sure. But you're at Maryland as a third stringer, man. That means you're transferring out and you're not starting anywhere else probably either. Like, that's why. Here's, here's some outliers. Like, I just pulled it up. Apparently, Arch Manning is in the top five NIL earners at $2.9 million, But yep. he's not even starting. But, again, Manning last name. He was super touted out of high school, too. Five-star. He, he plays for Texas. So, that yep. that helps a lot. I also feel like he's not coming into his coach's office like, hey, I need I need some bands, bro. Yeah, like this, but he probably had people do that for him. Like he probably had an agent or yeah. somebody, somebody, or his dad, like Archie. Parents, or, uh, so that's or probably Cooper. how they did it. Like you, you don't have an agent, but you have your parent. You gotta have your parent because he's underage. And that's so, true. Um what's well, this? It's this influencer culture too. Like yeah, that helps. You that know, helps. the people that are like it's not necessarily about the the performance. It is. Like there's a part of it is like when you think of Caitlin Clark, oh, that's like purely performance. And then, you know, she's the face of of basically women's hoops right now. Like she's just right. the face of it. Um, but you know, then I'm also thinking of like these track runners, these like gymnastic people you're like what the hell who are they and it's just like it's all about that tiktok clout and all this Mm -hmm. stuff so that's Mm -hmm. where it's just like all right i don't know what's going on but the youth know people or like Mm -hmm. yeah like if your name if you're Bronny james or if you're Mm -hmm. arch manning or if you're who is it baby gronk whatever the you know just like this whole yeah this whole culture of like well i don't really know these people but they're 
they're attached to like this. I don't know. You see them. They're they're there on your screen. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. And like, and shout out to the boy Cato, Caden Smith. We're gonna get him back on the pod. App State, great. He works for On Three now. And one of their big things that helped launch their sports media company is they started tracking NIL money. Mm. And like, you get cats that you probably never heard of, like an O lineman, which Sam just shouted out. Um, Tyler Guten from Oklahoma, transferred from TCU to Oklahoma. Mm. He's he's off the tackle, and now he's great. He's phenomenal. He doesn't let anybody sack his quarterback, but he's. He's got eleven point six thousand followers, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. makes two hundred forty four thousand dollars off that. Yeah, yeah. Guy, I'm Texas A and M. I think Evan Stewart. I don't know who Bro is, but he has a lot of followers. And like on that same list, where I was talking about with Arch Manning, I think he he actually. So for one, Arch Manning makes more than Quinn Ewers, which is crazy because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Quinn Quinn. Quinn has been all through the internet before the internet existed as like a ways to make money. But oh, he was on people's radar in eighth grade. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And Evan Stewart is, he has a 1.7 million valuation. I don't know who this dude is, but yeah, he has like 2.1 million TikTok followers. I ain't never seen him, but he's getting money somehow. Dude. And, and, and good for them. I'm glad they are. I just, I, there's police going to come handcuffs are going to come on this thing. And so we've always said it. I've always said it. I don't think our scripts change. Get that money, like get that bread now. Cause this game does not last forever. Even if you get drafted, that money don't last forever. So I, I think we're all can agree, like get that bread, make sure you kind of stay in your lane though. But this is tough, man. Uh, Manning name. does a lot of work there. I, I think a lot of last names do a lot of work here, man. Yeah. Uh, if you got the followers on TikTok because you're creative, if you got a good last name, or if your film and stash is ball out, why not attach it to it? You know, and that's your recipe for success. Um, and your thoughts about nil? Must be the f nice. Yeah, for real, dude. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, let's talk a little NCAA real quick. Yo, I am Jack. This is like the one game. <laughs> Where it was just like it made it was made for me. Like I love every aspect of it. Um, I cannot wait for this thing. It's supposed to drop in the summer. Um, yellow Swagtron, the return fits the creative player. Comes the return back from ODU. of Yellow Swagtron. Yeah, the most 2011 name. As Devante said, that was pretty Legend. awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, I tell you, I, I did see where I was like, we're gonna have cards and ultimate team. Don't EA. Don't do that shit. Don't make this Madden. Don't yeah, don't do that. Game. They will do it though because that's where they'll make money. The it's money. so fucking stupid. Uh, give us our online dynasties. Give us our road to glories. They, they, don't, do that they don't do it anymore. It's like I the know. last, the last good Madden was, I think it was like Madden 08. Yeah, they what? said um, they apparently in some of the the things that draws draw people to the new NCAA football, they were like, it's not going to be like the Madden engine, but right. how, how are you going to make that happen? Cause like one thing I found out over the past week is that uh, Madden sign has all the rights to the NFL. That's why we don't have NFL 2k. Anymore. Yeah. They bought out 2k. Obviously yeah. that was way more superior. And then, Oh yeah. I guess, Around that same time, if you notice, you said Madden 08 was the last good one. They were like, well, we got the Monopoly. We can just give them whatever. And they damn mm-hmm. sure did. Like, over, it was fine. 
to a point, but then when once it started going more and more online, that's when it's like, all right. So yeah. I hope they don't spit on the NCAA name like that. Like this is all we've ever wanted as millennials. This is all mm-hmm. like if they won't give us, you know, like cut our taxes, you know, lower groceries or gas, this is all we can ask for. So Dude, I, I think you're absolutely right. And like I feel like every year people are like, I'm not going to buy Madden and they end up buying it. And it like, and like people, they, they say a lot, but I feel like if you fuck up NCAA, there's going to be riots across the world. <laughs> I will lead the riots. Listen to me. We will okay. rise up against the evil empire of EA. I, I can't do it, boys. I feel like they could even put like, again, it just, it's focused on, I think Vante, you're, you're spot on when you say it was focused on like the online gameplay. Mm-hmm. And we got away from some of the things that I feel like what what was so unique about the the 2000s is I feel like there was all this creative juice around. All right. What mm-hmm. what mode can we do? All right. Let's do mini camp. Right. Oh yeah. my God. All right. Or, oh, let's do this road to glory and then let's make it big. You can play when you're in high school. Like that yep. was so like ground. Oh, you can make your high school team. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like, even wonder now it's like, can we get Pat McAfee? And Lee Corso, Lord, Lee Corso, and like just do like a college game day, like You're, in the it's game. It's supposed to be in there. It's supposed you to, know? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. these are the things we want. We want that that nostalgia, um, you know, just that. You know, what is it like to play college football? We want, yeah. we want the the experience of that. Dude, you're absolutely right. Um, again, Can I go to a house party after the game and pound Natty Light like I'm John ah, Gazelle? Yeah. And then, and, and then you get hit. Hey, you wake up for five a.m. workouts, or you don't, and you're like, "That's what I want to do." Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how I want I that choice. Play. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm thinking about all the game modes and stuff. Like even the little training camp. Um, I remember one of the first matches I bought when I got had my PS4. They had they did have that where like you went to high school. It was like a whole storyline and all that stuff, and that was cool. And then I I think they tried to redo it in the later matches, but just got like. Um, very sloppy with it, and so I can see the worry with like yes. the road, the road, the glory. Like, yeah. it's so much you can add to it. You don't have to like worry about. I mean, graphics obviously, but there's so many storylines that yeah, we were missing. Like, we didn't even think about when we were like younger playing it, but now that we're adults and like now that the internet is a thing, that's another thing too. Like, yeah, did you do something on the internet to draw attention to the team? Oh my, like it's so much just. But imagine them like putting it in, but you got to pay for like an extra storyline or some bullshit. Oh, dude, I'd be oh, so mad. Oh God, yeah, I would I, take. I'm going hold you. I, I tell you another downside, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like NBA 2K they have these like cinematic trailers and like videos for like your career mode and like mm-hmm. these elaborate storylines. And Madden was like, oh, let me do that. But then Madden was like, hey, you're actually not going to have real choices. You just have to watch these fucking scenes before mm-hmm. you can play. Like right. these moments in your careers, and it's man, it was terrible. Um, a guy who I really want to know his opinion is Sam, which you gotta follow him, the Yellow Dark Magician on Twitch. Phenomenal content, not because he streams us, but because he's actually fun to watch game and stuff. It's been cool. Um, he said it's all about the microtransactions, so you best believe it'll be chock full. And Sam, I hate that you say that because I think you're right. Me and Devonte, and I think all three of us think you're right. I just we hope not, man. For the good of humanity, you could fix the world, EA. Don't you dare fuck up NCAA. Or you already have to pay like what sixty five dollars no. just for the game. 
Yeah. Like stop. And it, I guarantee they're gonna have a Heisman legend mode that for like a hundred dollars you get the old throwback uniforms or whatever. Golly, man. Oh, I'm, I'm so not gonna excited, lie. but I'm so fucking pissed at the same time. The other thing, can what if it was like Red Dead Redemption, where like I'm just controlling my player Open and I'm like walking around campus, like I get to pick Ooh. my campus. I mean, that would take so much work, right? Like yeah, you yeah. would, you know, I don't even know how you could pull it off. That'd but be like, like Stims meets Madden meets Red Dead. <laughs> that shit would be crazy. That would be like, crazy. I'm just going to go to my, I'm going to go to my bio class. You know, <laughs> um, like it was a, it wasn't necessarily my career, but they added that backyard football portion to Madden, the most recent Madden. I don't know if y'all played it, but like they added a backyard football version to Madden and you can play online and stuff. If they take that away, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, because I don't see how that would make sense in NCAA. Instead of having that, you can have some sort of open world travel. Like, let me walk to class, and then they can put math in the game because you know people are dumb now. That can that can work out. You know, that's a big teacher yeah. brain of Keith. You have to write yeah. a thesis. Oh, that was part yeah. of the job. But what <laughs> to go and answer questions? Yeah, like, the old Madden. You had to do the 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 Wonderlick test. Wonderlick test. Yeah, we used to be educational. Mm-hmm. I failed that junk. Video games and. I remember that shit. They used to make me mad. Like, why didn't I know this? So it's like, if we had more of that, but if they're trying to make us dumb for years to come, they they probably miss out on it. Damn, they, they probably are. I was the original CJ Shroud that wouldn't look test, man. I failed that junk <laughs> atrociously, but I balled out, baby. It didn't matter. All right, let's move on. Uh, speaking of NFL star quarterbacks here, Fields, he's, he's on the St. Brown uh, brothers podcast what is it third and long i think is what it's called shout out to them um g- good podcast they're actually a really funny duo and i'm glad they had their own podcast and stuff um but fields is on there he seemed real laid back seemed real natural and uh was asked you know hey do you want out of chicago why'd you unfollow him and he goes you know i just needed a break from football i'm going on a vacation so i unfollowed nfl and the bears that's a good excuse that's a good yeah. agent written up thing i like it but then he kept going and said, like, you know, if you're dealing with a girl, something some about a girl. And the way he explained it, the Georgia in him kind of came out a little bit. I was like, no, I, I don't know. I think that's a cool thing. Usually that means something, something that you have no business doing is going on, on the side. But we don't you know. We can't judge or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it was I'm actually like. Based on how the St. Brown brothers said how they were raised and stuff. I'm actually kind of shocked of how much personality they have because the way they were raised, boy, they were raised Olympians. So I'm thinking, like, man, oh, yeah. time to like crack a smile or nothing. But no, they're actually funny, funny dudes. But um, Justin Fields, man, stop playing. You know, talk to the man. You know, come home. We need you. The kids miss you. Yeah, they asked, you know, hey, do you want to go to Atlanta? And he's like, well, they got a great defense. There's some weapons on offense. He never said, no, I want to stay in Chicago. He just – he basically gave Atlanta their flowers, which seems like that door is open right now. I feel like it's another troll. Just oh, like, you think it's a troll move? Deshaun, you remember that whole – I never wanted the Falcons to go for Deshaun. And, like, it was a whole thing. And I'm like, this feels embarrassing. Like, this man is a criminal. And y'all are right. doing this to Matt Ryan? And sure enough, they fumbled the bag, and he went to the Browns just to, like, make them look bad or whatever. But, um, yeah, he said – he said he shouted out Bijan, 
Um, but he also said, like, the only thing about coming back home is that people blow up your phone. I'm like, that's not Get a new valid, number, bro. That's not a valid <laughs> name to no. not come home. Your phone, you're famous. What the hell? Like, yeah, play pro football. What you mean? You went to Ohio State. <laughs> like, you're gonna blow your phone up anyway. Everybody knows you. Stop playing. So yeah. I don't I don't know. Like, I'm excited to see how this plays out because, like we said earlier. I'm not really putting my trust in any of these quarterbacks. I don't want Kirk Cousins. Please, somebody else take him. That helps nothing. Please, somebody got to take him. So, right. Justin Fields is the only answer for real to me. For me, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I think you know the Bears. What they got the first and the ninth pick. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's really interesting just like what the Bears could do with that. Um, you know, if there is a quarterback they like better than Fields. Um, I think I, I'm kind of in the I'm in the camp with you, Vontae. I think it'd be a mistake for the Bears to go to take one overall. Mm-hmm. I feel like Fields has been pretty decent. He just needs some help. Um, and, you know, he's, he's also not – I also will say he hasn't been like – He's not like a Lamar Jackson type quarterback, which is probably what they were hoping for. Yeah. Um, but raises the question of do you take defensive player first overall? Then you then you kind of wait. Do you see if if a quarterback there at, at pick nine is there for you? Or do you trade you trade one of those picks? I mean, there's I feel like there's a lot of things the Bears can do, and they have to make up their mind on are we selling Justin Fields at this point and drafting a quarterback or are we all in on fields and we think we can, we think we can like sell our picks for it. So it's just a big, it's a big decision they have to make, but it sounds like they're kind of like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll shop for a QB and, and send fields somewhere. It's just, I don't know. It's wild. I, I don't know how to this is like a, all for sure like they know exactly what they're going to do and they're going to keep fields and they're going to use these first two picks to draft wide receivers and Get Maserati Marv out there yeah Mar- man. Maserati Marv and then um shoot I don't know it's a bunch of wide receivers they can get regardless so like oh you know what no they need a lineman so they can yeah. get um go out of um Ola whatever the the rest of it is from Penn State so they get um another tackle and another wide receiver and then throughout the rest of the draft like you can i don't even know how many picks they have but whatever they need is there for sure and then it's the free agency like they they're in a good they're, the falcons are in a good spot but the bears are also in a good spot but because they're in such a good spot they got so many decisions to make well also like when you think about the bears you know, part of it is still the Mitch Trubisky stuff. Like oh, they yeah. made that mistake all those all those years ago. Then when they got Fields, Fields kind of dropped to him. Like he didn't go, he didn't go as early, and they were able to snag him with like yep. I don't know, it's like the twelfth pick mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, where now again, it's kind of looking at it's like, gosh, are we gonna do this to ourselves again? Like, are we just gonna mm-hmm. like? Mm-hmm. You know, give away Fields, who is way better than Trubisky ever was. Um, 
but he still right. isn't like great. Like he's okay, but he didn't have the um, that either. So that's another thing. Too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's just fun. And again, I I say this with all my Packers memorabilia behind me. It's just kind of fun to watch and just watch and see if they just implode over in Chicago. Mm. <laughs> oh, we got a Hall of Fame quarterback. I guess we'll get another Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, I, I guess we'll get another potential. Go, uh, Fitz. I hate you sometimes. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just funny because, like, I don't know. The Bears, they've had their chances and they just they I know. screw it yeah. up every time. And I. You know, I feel bad. I, I know we've talked about this before, and I was listening to an RG3 interview earlier this week, and, like, it's so unfair to a young quarterback. You come into a building, and the GM wanted you or the head coach wanted you, but the other person didn't. Mm. And it, 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 There's a no-win situation there, and your leash is so short, no matter who yeah. wanted you or who didn't. Yeah. It's such bullshit. And I, we see that in Chicago. Like, it's – it's unfair for Phil. Not saying he's a once in generational talent, but he's he gets the short in the stick. Mitchell Trubisky probably deserved another year or so to get it right. Like it's unfair for these young quarterbacks to go in these torn buildings, and they don't realize it's torn until they get in there, and then it's too little, too late. Yeah, you hate it for him. All right, um, <laughs> Jesse says Fitz love is the next Mahomes. I I said that. <laughs> oh, loves, literally, these people piss me off because in the offseason, they're like, what is Jordan Love's ceiling? I said, I think his ceiling is Patrick Mahomes. I said that after the week three comeback win against the Saints. And everyone was like, oh, Fitz is, oh, he's biased, blah, blah, blah. And like, there's a part of me, I'm like, I mean, we don't know what his ceiling is. Part of it is the right. question to begin with. Like, what are we even asking? But if you're asking potential of Jordan Love, Jordan Love's ceiling is a lot higher than than all these other players. But that doesn't mean ceilings are ceilings. Like it doesn't mean like uh, you know doesn't mean he's going to reach that. And it also means he can go way past it. And also these fuckers, Jesse and Sam, <laughs> I keep reminding them every week that Love's ceiling is Mahomes. Because he exceeds their expectations every week oh when he beats right. the Cowboys in the playoffs. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Oh, my God. we're Don't moving on. Started on that. NBA All Star game, something that's probably not going to go to blood level down as much. That, dude, it's so soft. All Star weekend used to be so hype, so cool. Like, I remember in the heyday, Sprite would produce McDonald's. It would be, oh. man. Chef's that. kiss. You'd have people dunking over cars, over people. You had the honey dip. You had the Vince Carter. Like, man, when the All Star weekend was the All Star weekend, it was phenomenal. And now I look at it. I watched the dunk contest, the highlights of it. I couldn't watch the whole thing. I watched the 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 film of the All Star game. This shit was terrible. Yeah, this from is start to finish from the start to finish. Pro Bowl status. This is bad, man. Yeah, this is bad. Like I was, I knew it was bad when I just so happened to turn on the celebrity All Star game, and you know Michael Parsons played exactly how a football player plays, and he <laughs> killed it or whatever. But yeah. I remember when they first started the celebrity All Star game, like there were celebrities throughout the thing. Like I remember 
what was the guy um the guy from the obama administration the arnie duncan Asian, arnie duncan <laughs> like i was like who is this man Just right. like, arnie i found out he arnie oscar duncan i was like bro i didn't even for one i didn't even know that was a job to begin with i was like this man is hooping and then um when when from um arcadia something i don't know the other guy i think he was from canada or something but he was in a band and his name was win he killed it i think the same time as arnie duncan and then i think the last time with the celebrity all-star game was good was when i think quavo and justin Bieber were in it because they were actually hooping pretty well Mm -hmm. but now we got a lot of TikTok superstars and I mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> I pick the old man yeah. because I knew yeah I don't know who these people are I knew yeah. who Jazz was because I hate him I hate him because he's one of the people that kind of messed up basketball for me because he just does all the stupid like layups and stuff him and his perm I hate that that dog <laughs> perm and they put him in the game and he was ass like i don't know if it was because like he was just doing it for the cameras or like oh i'm gonna get hurt i ain't gonna be able to make my little videos with my parent but <laughs> it was bad bro he was terrible i don't even i think michael was the only one that was doing good because he was the only one that was trying trying and, yeah, yeah but see i don't like the athletes in the celebrity game it scares I, like i just well i think unless it's like you know i think bubba watson did it one year you know, that was like a random, like he was old or like, you know, if you have like a retired athlete, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I just don't, the Michael Parsons is in his prime and he right. like clearly was just better than everybody else. CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud was in it. That's, that's who else it was. I was yeah. like, all right, CJ, we're, we're doing a lot. But right. see, I like when it was like Biebs, um, Arnie yeah. Duncan, some of these people like why is Ted Lasso not in the all-star game this year? Like the celebrity game. You know, someone like that, like like someone just iconic who's just gonna go run the floor, but they don't have to be yeah, you know, just like someone that's like iconic that you enjoy watching. When it's a bunch of celebrities, you're like, wait, they're a celebrity? Like who are they? Like Shannon Sharp was a coach. I'm like, get your old ass out there and like shoot or something they had i think it was shannon sharp and Stephen a were the two coaches but everybody else was just like a youtube or tiktok star and i don't want to get mad because it's like damn i'm old like i don't understand this shit but like right I mean, the way of the world but at the same time when all these actually famous people were in the game like the internet was popping the internet was still like vine was a thing I swear mm-hmm. I don't remember any Von superstars in the game. No, like, I would enjoy, I would enjoy Casey Fry. Is that his name? Yeah, Casey Fry. Casey Fry. Yeah, yeah. I would enjoy him in the game, but he didn't. He, he didn't put him in it. So it's frustrating, man. It is frustrating. And, and Jesse, he's saying NFL Pro Bowl over yeah. NBA All Stars, and I'll one up this. I'll say NHL All Star Weekend over the NFL over NBA. Like that, I. That- had more celebrities in it, didn't it? Yeah, extent. man. They allowed their celebrities to make a team, and they mm-hmm. did like a tournament, a four and four tournament, yeah. which was dope. See? That was cool. I think Justin Bieber was in it. Was he? Yeah. And dude, I'm for a celebrity. He can put the puck in the net. He was pretty nice. Oh yeah. Now people yeah. are like somebody. Somebody should give him a tryout. Hell no, he's not pro level good. But for a celeb all star yeah. game, he was nice, man. But I still I blame LeBron James on the downfall of All Star Weekend. I'll just, I'll just name it. 
he, Blame him. He should have he should have done the dunk contest his rookie mm. season. Yep. And he was the fault. first one to break the link. Like Jordan did the dunk contest. Kobe did the dunk contest. Like the superstars used to do it. Yep. And then yep. I feel like when LeBron didn't do it, I don't know why that became a thing. But it was like we don't want to embarrass ourselves. Like we have yeah. to, you know, because I thought the Zion, the Zion John Morant year I was like, oh, Zion and Ja are gonna be in the dunk yeah. contest. Nope, that yeah, didn't nope. happen. It's like yeah. the superstars used to do it. Um, and then they just they just don't anymore. Fitz, I'm glad you know. said that. Every time something really bad don't. happens in my life, I say, Thanks, LeBron. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm glad. But I also kind of blame. I also kind of blame Blake Griffin too, because when he did it in '09 and he jumped over the car, that was lame. No, that was, lame dude, shit. That was dope. And it started a trend though of just what can I jump over yeah. rather than like the do? creative dunk, which when but that was went, creative though. But then, but no, but what revitalized the contest was the Zach Levine Aaron Gordon yeah. dunk yeah. contest yeah. because you realized. No, it's not the props that carry. It's the actual dunks that you're doing and the difficulty. Yeah. And then, so it's kind of like, who's going to be bold enough to, like, the athletes in the league to do it? Because Jalen Brown is not the dunker. Who He's not the guy to do it. Like, yeah, I know. I, yeah. I actually amend Jalen Brown for stepping up and doing it. But then right. people, like, shit on him. And it's like, yeah, because it's not his. Like, he had no one else to do it. Yeah. Yeah, like, we need the superstars to do to take it to just take it was one. the hero we needed not the one we wanted yeah, yeah. definitely not all right let's move to rankings here my celtics we're in the top spot life's good for us i feel really great about it but a team that should be in that one spot without any doubt and i feel like they've been struggling this past month which is early it's february almost march the bucks keith i know you want to talk about this the bucks are slipping man Looking at like the actual standings is actually kind of insidious and nasty because we've been seeing the Bucks lose these games in a row and they're the third. And then yeah. I look at my team, I'm looking at the Wizards down there and they have not broken double digits and looking at the score now, <laughs> they won't do it to damn night. Like the but, Wizards? Yes, yeah, like it's John Wall. It wasn't John Wall, actually. It was... Um, Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. It was Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> bang, bang. Got nine in the clip, baby. <laughs> this, this team is fun and it's DC. Let me watch. Mm. And like, that's basically how I got stuck with Atlanta, too. Like, I can always change, but it's just like, no, man, I'm going to stay through the bad times so I can embrace yeah. good. And I can really respect. I can really respect. shit on people when they have the good times. So that's right. Be, be on watch. But past that, with, <laughs> with the Bucks. I saw an interview where Doc Rivers was talking to the GM. He was like, basically like, bro, why are you doing this? And it's, it's wild because it's like, you're saying, why are you doing this? And you said this on the radio, but you never thought to change anything, to change mm -hmm. the narrative about like what you're doing. Like you for real, just sit there and chill. You know what? I get it. This is a, probably a lot of money being mm -hmm. a coach in general. So you're probably just yeah. chilling, doing the same shit because the same shit is what keeps getting you the same jobs. And it was I, I felt bad because uh, Shaq had to break it down to Dane because, you know, I think him and his wife just recently divorced and Shaq had to break it down to him. He was like, look, man, he was basically saying him and Giannis basically had to bring the team back. He was like, we know you left a bad situation and tried to come better. And then it's just as bad, too. 
yeah then for him to go through a divorce too i know it's like this man is going through because i'm seeing his five o'clock shadow i didn't even know he can grow facial hair it's yeah so, you know bro's down bad yeah and it's i i've never i haven't really watched their games since they were actually doing pretty well but i don't know like what's the problem like what what can't they do is it the scoring is it the defense i i don't know i feel like chris middleton got something to do with it I feel like I feel like that too. I feel like it's another one of those examples where GM ownership is on the wrong page. Mm. And like Doc Rivers is an old school coach. Like I love Doc as a Celtics coach, but he had old heads around him that could take his coaching. You know, even Rondo was ready to fucking kill him when Rondo was young in the league. And now you got young guys, like super young guys. I, j- I just don't think he's the right coach for it. I think he probably should stay in the broadcast booth. But, but the Buc- what's crazy is the Bucks is the one of the most veteran-heavy team. That is true. Kind of that is true, yeah. Crazy to think because veteran-heavy is probably Dame, mostly Dame, because like Dame is like our age, if not like a year or two older. Yeah. Giannis, which Giannis is still in his 24, 20. 20 yeah. Um, Bobby Portis looks old, so that helps. And Brooke <laughs> Lopez. So, like, Brooke like, Lopez might be the oldest one there, him is. and Dame. And yeah. So, like, you have, we, they always, you know, um, I always talk about vet presence. Like, the, the reason why the league is so weird is because there's not a vet presence. That's why, like, they're not doing basketball things like having bat they're not doing things on the court that show that they have basketball IQ because it's because nobody's cussing them out how they need yeah. to be like nobody's dumping them in the trash can no more like nobody's making them get donuts no more so it's just like everybody's running amok and doing whatever worked for them in college and it's like bro these people are better than the people you played with in college right so that and the same goes for the G League people so yeah. I don't know May you know what? Maybe is this is a whole setup for a comp just like what the Chiefs did. You remember they were sucking, and then now they're Super Bowl champions. So maybe this is a whole setup for the scene for them to make a run in the tournament and play all the lower seated teams because they're yeah. lower seated team. You know, I don't know. No, see, that's how that's how I feel about the Nuggets in the mm. West. I feel like the Nuggets have been kind of slept on all year, and yeah. they are. They're different than the Bucks. The Bucks are still trying to just figure things out. I mean, they well, fired their coach, but yeah, and and the Bucks don't play defense. Like, if you look uh, at their opponents' po- points per game, there, like, which of these don't belong? Oh, it's the Pacers and the Bucks at one eighteen and one twenty two, and then you know you drop down the Heat, Magic, Bulls. They're I all. Like, I like the Pacers. Yeah, but I'm saying defensively. They're not playing defense, mm. and, which and, wow, yeah. because the shout Bucks out Sam for that stat. Appreciate you. Like what? What changed? Yeah, I, I, something had to. Something like, hey, this this shit ain't working, so we're gonna try something else. And then obviously, that's definitely not working. It's mm-hmm. wild. Let's move to the West real quick, boys, and we'll do our pub parlay random question. Uh, the T Wolves leading the pack, sitting in first place oh, by a game and a half. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty. I, I stride myself on howling. All eyes north. Yeah. Uh, Warriors in tenth, man. When I when I look at the standings, like I, I'm not gonna front. I'm not gonna lie. I don't watch NBA to playoff time. But yeah. when the when the Warriors are at ten, I'm like, holy shit! What what is going on here? The Kings in the top ten, boy. Times are changing. Bobby Miller is smiling down, baby. White chocolate. Boy. Jason Williams. But 
even like with the rest of the teams too, they the spread of wins is not as distant as they are in the East. True, true. So that says Yeah, like, no, it's you know, it's tight. Like, like the the Kings are solid and like as an at the eight, it's a little like mm-hmm. a little misleading. I feel like they can easily overtake them. Yeah, they can oh, easily yeah. climb. Because yeah. um I'm trying to what I feel like what has been boiling down to is like who has impactful players off the bench. And you remember the Mavs kind of traded their impactful players to well, impactful player and um Grant Williams to mm-hmm. the Hornets, and that's like the defense. And the Dallas Mavericks don't play defense either, so yeah, they're kind of beat. Um, yeah. you see that plus minus. I don't know what the Lakers got going on. I I do not I do not know, but the West has it's kind of crazy to see the teams that have been pretty exciting in the West because the Thunder, the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, all the Clippers like people yeah. forgot about the Clippers in general, so they got a yeah. big three. Dude, it, it was yeah, wild it's... as you look at this bottom, the bottom part, the Jazz, the Grizz, the Blazers, the Spurs. You kind of expect them to be in this mix of things, and yeah, technically. They they still are in the mix of things. The Jazz is literally just game and a half back. They can easily climb up there. The Grizzlies, they man, talk about a fall. Like bang bang to mm-hmm. the bottom here. Mm-hmm. But just wild. And the Spurs, you know, you would think your nine foot slender man Frenchman would be your saving grace. It just he doesn't have enough weapons around him yet. He hasn't figured the game out yet, but he will. I believe in Bam. Or not bad. I think that that one seed could be a trap if if oh. Denver stays at the four. Oof, yeah, I would not want to play. Mm-mm. I would oh, not want to play the Nuggets. The I would rather play any two or three seed. You think yeah. they're doing it on purpose just to stay at the four, so it's like easier later on? Well, I think it's it's. it's, like it's joking, set, I think it's like the Chiefs. It's like mm-hmm. they they know the formula for just be in the mix, and then mm-hmm. when playoffs start mm-hmm. they're gonna mm-hmm. turn it on yeah being the top four doesn't matter what you do come april june we're ready to go yeah i love it all right pub parlay time you guys got anything babes um, how'd we do last week last week we didn't have an episode fits you let us down no, i'm just kidding oh, that's right my bad. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding oh the week after. Caitlin Clark's about to get beat by Indiana. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Man. <laughs> I knew it. Imposter. All that shit on Cheryl Swoops. Um, so whatever day you guys want, let's just make sure we're on the same schedule here. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Did we do Sunday last time you were here? I feel like we did do Sunday. All right. So. Uh, and, and no one's picking Xavier Fitz. Ever again. Yep, I'm done. I'm yep. I'm not touching uh, Big Ten. Or not Big Ten, they, uh, Big East. They Big East, East. yeah. The upset market. Yeah, I know. Watch. This is the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll, we'll leave it alone for now. Yeah. Um, Pick a day. Pick a day. I, Saturday's got some tasty options. Let's go Saturday, mm-hmm. dude. Uh, I'm gonna get mine out the way, and you can hate it, you can love it, but you got to deal with it. Uh, I'm taking UVA 
over UNC. It's at UVA. Oh. That place is going to be rocking. Yeah. I mean, UNC has been kind of slipping. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, all right. Um, oh, I'm just looking at the top 25. Let me go to the rest of the bums. Georgia Tech, Miami, Pitt. Let's take my faves. Um, I got a crazy pick. But I'm feeling it. He about to do it again. Do some Ivy League women's hoops. (laughs) Number 25, Princeton at Columbia. I'm going to take Columbia. Mm. In Columbia. Columbia Moneyline, Saturday. I like it. Uh, That's women's, right? Or men's? Women's hoops. Women's. Making sure. Ivy League. All right, Devontae. All rests on your shoulder. All on me. All on me. Okay. Um, Oh, wait. No, I watched it. Let me see. I'm a... Oh, wait. There's none. Okay. Why is nobody playing on Saturday? Oh, that's the men's day. That's bad. Um, let's go with. Damn, I don't know. These these are some good options. All right, I'll 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 bite. Um, let's go with. Arizona State with the upset over Arizona over, over Washington State. Uh, men's? Men's, yep. ASU. The Sun Devils. Yeah. Mm. I love it. All right, so we got UVA money line, Columbia women's money line, Arizona State money line, Saturday. Man, we're going to make some money. This is it. This is how Lorenzo pays for his college fund, baby. This is it. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Random question. Anybody got one? Is it back my turn again? I think it is. Um, I might have one. Lay it on us, big dog. Purely because it's Girl Scout cookie season. Who? Who? I guess I got I got a twofer for you. First of all, what is what is the best Girl Scout cookie? And then if you could make a Girl Scout cookie, mm. would you would you create one? Do you have any like a million dollar idea on a oh, cookie they're they're missing? They yeah, steal it. They stay well, obviously, obviously the best is the um what do you call that shit? The that's a, I was about to it was a stupid way I was about to explain it, but um the <laughs> Chocolate covered peppermint pet. I was about to say it was not the oh, thin, thin mint. Thin no, mint. Yeah. It's the thin mint with the peanut butter. Oh. What? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that thing called? Oh, the I, peanut I, butter I, patties. Yeah, peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, peanut butter patties. That you put those in the freezer too, just like you would the thin mints. Mm-hmm. Oh my good gosh, you those. Yep. They're good. Yeah. Mine is definitely the thin mints. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. think that's that's the one I 
I have to get that every year. But I'll try some other ones. But that one, I that's a staple. You have to get a Thin Mints. You put that thing in the freezer a hot day. Yeah. Oh, it's mm. good. Man, that, that's my runner-up. Peanut butter patty. That's my third place. That's my bronze. My gold, it's a Samoan. With the coconut? You get the coconut. I love that sucker, man. I have they're not coffee. actually called Samoan, though. What They're called... Uh... Samoas. 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 <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, Samoans. I'll I tell you a funny story. When I was younger, I told Claudia the story the other day, and she's like, you are wild. <laughs> I wanted to marry a Samoan and have a baby with Samoan because I was like, that's going to be a super Saiyan baby. Oh, you know, that's what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted a super Saiyan baby, the most athletic thing. But uh, I think Lorenzo, he's on as well. He's in the 94th yeah. percentile. He's so tall. What the hell? Yeah, he's on the way, baby. Yeah. He's I saw I saw all the hair, and then you took another picture of him halfway holding the bottle. I'm like, bro, what type of super genius are you raising? Dude, he's he's mm. he's strong. He's strong, man. Jameis Winston would be strong. He's strong. Strong. So, so my follow up question. Oh yeah, because they have a they have a cookie. It's the lemonade, the Girl Scout lemonades. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just not doing it for me. It's it's there, it's, but I think it needs to be tweaked. And I don't know if it needs to be like, I don't know, like another flavor with it, like right. a, like a like a strawberry lemonade or something. Like they're just it's just not doing it for me. And I was wondering, I was wondering if I. If I if I proposed a like if you could create a cookie if you guys had anything, yep, I got one. The same way the thin mint is, the same way that the peppermint patty is. You take the cookie and then you take a little cheesecake filling and you put strawberry filling Ooh. over uh, strawberry cheesecake patty cookie. Ooh. I I would I about a strawberry flavor anything. That and sounds I, good. Girl Scouts of America, if you are listening. I guess <laughs> if they're listening, man, wow, yeah, what a probably, quote unquote, just what a variety of audiences on this show. Yeah, <laughs> run, me, run, run me a couple prototypes. If you just so happen to use my idea, you know, even if you take some freeze dried strawberries and crush them up and sprinkle them on top for this, right. just run me a couple prototypes and we'll be cool. Mm. Yes, but I'm still telling people I came up with this. Yeah, I feel like you need you need a little you need one percent on the back end, you know. Something, shit. give you a little something, something. A little, you know, summer, summer dig. Everybody loves a good little cake flavored thing. And see, I was I, this is not my answer because I'm gonna switch it up. But I was gonna do like a a, a chocolate covered uh, with like strawberry filling, like strawberry flavor on the inside, like a dark chocolate strawberry. That was going to be mine, but I'll switch it up. I'm going to – this popped in my head. It's probably going to be disgusting. I'm going to say PB&J. Did they have jelly. Was that not a thing before or am I tripping? I don't I remember that one. being one. I'm thinking of another, another cookie. Yeah. I'm thinking mine is actually I – think, I think they're right about the beverage, like the, the lemonades. Like mm, I think okay. the beverage idea for cookie – but I think they need to go coffee. I think like a coffee-flavored <sighs> – um, and I don't know, I don't have like a creative name for it, but I think that might be, that could be a, a banger, an absolute hit. Call them morning roasters. Morning roasters. Oh, that's not bad. I like that. Girl Scouts, hit us up. <laughs> We're here. These ideas aren't free. You got to pay us. But man, we'll make, we'll make bank together. Girl Scouts of America, that's crazy. 
Golly. That'd be an awesome sponsor, by the way. This, I'm working this on episode it, of Post Sports yeah. Talk brought to you by Girl Scouts of America. Fitz, yeah. this is your job. You let the ball drop on Pac-Man Jones. This is this is how your redemption. You give us the Girl Scouts. I reach out to the Girl Scouts. America. Yeah. Okay. That is it. Hey man, this is a great episode, episode one eighty eight. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as we made it. Like, man, it felt good to be back with the boys here. We'll catch you guys next week and uh be safe. Have fun out there. See you, everybody. Peace. Help the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Help the Girl Scouts of America. Oh my gosh. We would we would be the bad boys of Little League. I'm telling you now. <laughs> we would beat the tar out of the other team. I'm just gonna go out and say it. Joey Chestnut has to be on the pub. Has I'll to be. More. Has I mean, to be. has to be. How's the journey? First time on air. Anything to say to Luan here to get him back? Look, bro, there there's stories I could tell people about Luan. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep those right here. I'm going to let him live. <laughs> so smart. And my team is so dumb. My coach is, he looks dumb. He's a big baby. This Dude, man, those graphics. <laughs> Also, Keith talking about the Wizards. I remember the gold and black jerseys the Wizards had when we were growing up. Mm. Those were filth. Filthy. Like, it came out of nowhere. I'm like, man, this feels like magic right here. I'm for it. I'm all in. Nope. Wrong I've way. never met a Wizards fan, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first.